Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Facebook Live. It is 9 o'clock on a Saturday night. It is great to be on. I'm getting ready to get on Twitter as well, so give me one second here. All right. Good evening, Facebook and Twitter. This is Frank, the host of the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast, recording live. This is going to be episode 71. Uh, so I'm glad to be on tonight. Hopefully some people will check in tonight. Before we get started with the show and the review, uh, we're going to do some housekeeping. So uh, I announced a couple of episodes or a couple of days ago on a live video that I'm going to be making this exclusively a movie podcast going forward. If you've listened to the show at all, it has been um, a mix of sports, movies, and politics. Uh, it's been basically movies for the last couple of months. As I explained a couple of days ago, uh, I think uh, I'm making a concerted effort to grow the show. Uh, so in doing so, I think it's going to be better to be focused on one specific topic moving forward. And that topic for me is going to be movies. And that's an easy decision for me because one, that's my biggest passion in life. Uh, I've been a huge movie buff since I've been a little kid. And uh, it's fun to talk about it to me, uh, for me. Uh, and then that's what I'm going to make the thrust of this podcast moving forward. So hopefully uh, that'll make the content more compelling for the listeners and uh, grow the show. Because that's the second reason I wanted to do it. I want to grow the show. Uh, I want to get more followers, more listeners, more watchers of these videos. I've enjoyed uh, Embrace doing the video lives, which is pretty fantastic. And uh, as we get into tonight, uh, to do some more housekeeping. So this is what we're going to do. Hopefully this will work. Uh, if no one comes on on the live, that's okay. I'm going to keep it open for people. So hello, Twitter, and hello, Facebook. If you are on Twitter, what you can do is my pinned tweet on Twitter has the link to the Facebook Live. So if you are if you jump on at any point during this episode when I'm talking about Fletch and you want to comment on the movie, or if you're a fan of the movie, you don't like the movie, whatever your opinion is about Fletch, please feel free to come on. Either hit me up here on Twitter or on Facebook. Uh, if you go on the link, I'll see you come into the room and I'll bring you on if you're willing to come on to talk about it. So please do that. I'm going to have that feature open whenever I'm able to do a live where I can schedule it and and let people know before I come on like I was able to tonight because sometimes when I record episodes I do them on the fly because like I said I've got I've got two small children so a lot of times recording is when I can get the computer up and get it going so if I do a show that way uh, I may or may not um, allow people to come in because you know I don't, I don't want to give you five minutes notice but I may do it but in the event that I don't and I have more notice like I did tonight Please come on, click on the link on my on my Twitter page. It's the pinned uh, tweet on my profile. And if you want to come in and talk about Fletch, uh, that'll be great. I'd appreciate it. Uh, if I don't have any people tonight, that's fine. This is the first time I'm trying it out. Uh, like I said, in an, in an effort to grow the show and engage people that may be listening or will watch the videos, I want to have this opportunity to get them into the show and give their opinion about what I'm talking about. So uh, if you want to come on, feel free to do so. Like I said, um, hit me up on Twitter. Or like I said, click on the Facebook link because I can't do it on Twitter. I'm broadcasting on my cell phone on Twitter and with my laptop on Facebook. So um, go to the Facebook link and then you'll be able to join if you'd like to join throughout this this uh, episode when I talk about Fletch. So um, the podcast can be found in these places. So obviously on Facebook, facebook.com slash let me bend your ear. Over here on Twitter, of course, the handle is at bend your ear pod. That's also the handle for Instagram. The YouTube channel is Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. 
Now, if you're not watching the videos or you listen later on in the audio feed, that's fantastic. This is a, a primarily audio podcast. I'm incorporating the video element again as another attempt to grow the show. But obviously, I want to grow the audio podcast feed as well. So you can get it. Most podcatchers have the feed, but uh, I'm going to tell you the ones that I know the podcast is on. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, Amazon Music, and as of today, it's on Podbean as well. So whatever podcasting app you listen to the show on, um, please rate and review. Uh, and if you haven't uh, added the show to your podcasting app, please add it. Click subscribe. So, of course, if you're familiar with podcasts, you know that means anytime a new episode uploads, uh, you'll get a notification on your phone. You can download it, listen to it at your leisure. Um, or if you have podcasting uh, podcast app already that you listen to other shows, just subscribe. And the thing that I would ask, two things that I would ask uh, for anyone that's listening or watching. Uh, one, if you can rate and review the podcast on whatever podcasting app you're listening to it on, specifically Apple Podcasts for sure. Rate and review, hopefully you give it five stars. And the reason I ask for that, and I'll ask for that every single episode, it's extremely important because the more ratings and reviews the show can generate, that means that if anybody is searching for a movie podcast to listen to a new one or you know another one that they haven't listened to before, the more ratings and reviews this show gets, the higher it becomes up in the search results. So hopefully people will see Let Me Bend Your Ear if they're looking for a movie podcast. So if you could do that, I would really appreciate it. The second thing I would ask you to do, if you're a fan of the show or you think someone might like this movie podcast, a friend of yours, family, Share the post on social media. I post every day on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Uh, when episodes come out, when I do my live videos, little quick two-minute videos to, to talk about either something of the day or to promote a current episode or a new episode coming up. Uh, if you can like those, retweet them, share them. Uh, believe it or not, that's another great way you can help people find the show. <clears throat> now, podcasting is, you know, is exploded and you know the joke is everybody has a podcast, including me. Uh, so obviously getting out there when you're not a well-known celebrity or someone that has uh, a built-in following, uh, the really, those are the two ways that I can get this podcast out there is, uh, social media by people sharing it, by me sharing my, my opinions and talking and interacting with people and you guys sharing the videos and the, uh, tweets and the, uh, episodes. So that would be great. Um, if you've noticed it, if you do follow the show, I did change the artwork um, because obviously I'm not doing movies, sports, and politics anymore. It's going to be only movies. Uh, so the previous artwork didn't reflect that. So I updated it. I'm happy with it. So check it out. Well, if you see it on your feed, you should see it, um, on an episode, you'll have this, you'll see the cover art of it. It's basically a, a camera. It's actually, I think it's a still camera, but it just, I love the way it looked with the film. So I kept it, even though I don't do photo, you know, it's not a photography podcast, but, uh, I'm a big fan of the artwork. So, um, again, uh, if you want to join live tonight, like I said, let me know uh, here on Twitter. But like I said, if you are on Twitter watching this and you want to join me live, you got to click on the Facebook link and then that'll get you to the Facebook uh, live where I'm at as well. And then I will bring you in um, if you want to talk. So obviously, um, I haven't done this before. So I believe um, if I bring you in, it's going to be me and you split screen. So if you're okay with being on the live, then please do so. Uh, I just want to put that out there. I don't want anybody to be surprised um, if they do decide to come in. And again, if no one comes in, that's okay. No problem. Like I said, this this I record these lives to give people an opportunity to see me, to talk about, you know, to see me talk about what I like to talk about. But again, this is an audio podcast. So if you listen to it later, 
that's fine. And if you decide to interact later on, like I said, I'm going to have this option open because it's easy. And I think it would be fun to have people, especially when I'm talking movies every single podcast, to bring their thoughts in and talk about what they think about a movie that I'm reviewing. So basically how it's going to work, uh, the format is um, like I'm always done before with movie um, uh, reviews. So I'm going to give some background on the movie. Um, the thing I'm going to do going forward with this, I'll go a little bit deeper into the movie, into some of the background, the directors, things like that. And uh, and then I'm going to talk about the plot of the film itself and give my thoughts on, you know, what I liked and what I didn't like. And then I'm going to end it with my Van Gogh review. So, you know, critics do five stars. I do five Van Goghs, uh, which are ears for Let Me Bend Your Ear. So that'll be my review. My reviews are based on a five star, five ear review, five Van Gogh review. Uh, so uh, I'll give that at the end of the show. So again, if anybody does jump in tonight, feel free to interrupt me. I've gone through the housekeeping stuff, so I'm going to go ahead and start. Uh, but like I said, I'm more, I'm more than happy to stop. If somebody comes in, they want to talk about the movie or what they like about it or anything like that to give their thoughts. So like it's, again, feel free to interrupt me. I'll bring people on. Uh, if not, I'll just flow through like I do a normal podcast. All right. So tonight, very excited. So the other thing I noticed, too, when I was doing my movie reviews since I've started the podcast, I'm approaching the three-year anniversary of the show. And I realized as I was looking through all the movies is that I have not really reviewed for the podcast a comedy. And it's not intentional uh, on my part. It wasn't even something I thought about until I decided to review Fletch. Uh, I The only ones I re- the only comedy, quote unquote, that I've reviewed, I think, and I could be wrong, but when I looked real quick, I did Rom-Com Corner, which I'll be bringing back as well now that I'm going to be specifically just doing movies. And I reviewed... Um, two rom-coms that I've reviewed already. So those are romantic comedies, but I have never really reviewed a straight-up comedy. Like I said, it's not intentional. Uh, I think most of the movies I gravitate towards are action movies, dramas, um, offbeat movies, things like that. Not that I don't like comedies. Most comedies, I think, are not very good, and that's why I respect comedies that are well done uh, because I think it's extremely hard to do, and I agree. I think comedies are harder to do and pull off than dramas are. You have, I think, a real small margin of error with comedies. And comedies, uh, you know, every movie is subjective about how you like it or not. But comedies even more so about what makes you laugh and what doesn't make you laugh. You know, some people may find Jim Carrey funny. Some people may find Jim Carrey annoying. And I'm sure in the case of this movie tonight, it's going to be some split opinion on it. So, all right. So I'm going to be reviewing the 1985 movie Fletch starring Chevy Chase directed by Michael Ritchie, and the screenplay by Andrew Bergman. So Andrew Bergman is a screenwriter of of, of renown. He's written movies like The In-Laws. He was one of the co-writers of Blazing Saddles. Um, very good comedy writer. So again, the movie came out in 1985. It was based on a novel by Jeffrey McDonald, which was written in 1974. So when that novel came out, uh, the, movie, the movie rights to it kind of bounced around, and it kind of... Um, was in fits and starts about it being made into a movie. So all through the late 70s, uh, there were several attempts to make Fletch, then kind of ignored, then it kind of bounced around to studios, then it finally came to Universal in the 80s, and uh, Chevy Chase uh, ended up getting the role of Fletch. And even that was around some back and forth where there was some talk that he turned it down, but then Chevy Chase said that he never even heard about that, that I guess his people turned it down, but then he ended up taking the role now jeffrey mcdonald the author of the fletch novels because he wrote several novels with that character and uh he had with his contract for the movie rights he had veto 
power over casting of Fletch. Uh, so there were several actors that were considered for the role. Um, Ryan O'Neill, George Siegel, Michael Douglas, uh, a bunch of other actors kind of came and went uh, before ultimately it came to Chevy Chase. So uh, the movie is set in Los Angeles. Chevy Chase plays a reporter who writes under the name of Jane Doe. So as the movie opens, he is um, investigating an expose on drugs that are going onto the beach. So there's an influx of drugs on the beach and nobody knows how the drugs are getting to the beach without anybody catching them. Um, there's a character named Fat Sam played by George Wendt of, of Cheers fame. You know him as Norm. So he sits at his little concession stand that's never open and the drugs seem to funnel through there. But no one can figure out how the drugs are getting in and where they're coming from. So he's investigating that. And then there's a second story that happens. So Fletch is undercover uh, as a um, homeless person that's living on the beach. And he is spotted by a very wealthy businessman named Alan Stanwyck, who's played by actor Tim Matheson from Animal House. So he picks up Fletch, takes him to his house and offers him a proposition, a business deal, if you will. He wants Fletch to kill him. And he advises Fletch that he is dying of bone cancer and it's going to start to get bad really soon. And he wants his family to be protected under in the insurance policy. And obviously insurance policies do not pay out for suicide, uh, but murder is not excluded from the policy. So he makes this offer to him. He gives him this elaborate plan about how he's going to come in. He's going to kill him. There's going to be money there for him. And then he can leave the country. So there's an elaborate plan for this homeless person to kill him. So he'd be doing them a favor. So Fletch agrees to do it. Obviously, he's immediately suspicious. And then that sets the movie in motion with both of those stories. Fletch's original story on the beach. And then the story with Alan Stanwyck as he's digging into that. So that's the main story of the movie. So, And that's the least important part of it. I mean, it's a good story, actually, for the type of movie this is. So... What's great about Fletch is Chevy Chase's performance. To me, it's his best performance he's ever given in a movie. And I know there's some debate about that. I know people like Vacation, uh, people like Caddyshack, uh, people like uh, other films that he's been in uh, that he's been a star of. And uh, I've seen most of, I think I've seen pretty much all of Chevy Chase's movies. I don't think I've missed any. I mean, there's been some probably later ones that were not very good that I haven't seen. But most of the well-known Chevy Chase movies I've seen, but uh, this is by far my favorite. And my connection to this movie, and uh, I'll I'll start to talk more about my connections to these movies too. As I as like I said, as we seg into being a movie only podcast. So I am an '80s kid. So from 1980 to 1990, that was basically my teen years from 10 to 20. So '80s movies are in my wheelhouse. I'm an '80s kid. I love '80s movies. Um, and I know a lot of people do, even if they weren't an '80s kid. This movie. Um, connected with me very deeply because of Chevy Chase's performance. Now, before this movie came out, I don't think I was a Chevy Chase fan. I was young, so I was 15 when this movie came out. So Chevy Chase wasn't even in my wheelhouse. I don't even think I'd seen Ch uh, Caddyshack yet because I came out in 1980. So I was 10. I was too young to see that movie. Uh, but I was 15 when Fletch came out. And what I loved about Fletch, and I saw, I ended up seeing Fletch because I saw a trailer of Fletch on another movie. I don't know which one. I don't remember. But the thing that I loved about the movie is his sarcasm. So myself personally, I'm a huge fan of smart ass sarcasm. I just am. I'm sarcastic myself. 
Uh, I'm a big fan of it. And I think in Fletch, Chevy Chase does this to a level that's unbelievable. And that's my that's the reason that movie connected with me. The first time I saw it, because I saw it in theaters and was laughing out loud throughout just because of the things he says. So between the smart-ass remarks, you know, I'll throw a couple out there. and I'm, I, Some of the more vague ones, unless you've seen Fletch, you'll know. You know, put it on the Underhills tab. Um, Dr. Rosen, Rosen, um, Babar. Like, these are the little things that happen in scenes in the movie that makes the movie very, very funny and his performance very, very good. The level of sarcasm is is DEFCON 10. It's, it's, and, and I love every second of it. And that's why I connected with this movie a lot. I saw it in the movies, and then when it came out back then on VHS, I watched it. And there was a time where I was working at a video store when I was like 17, 18 years old. And I'm telling you, there used to be me and another guy that worked there. And we would, so we would get to play a movie into the display, so it plays in the, the, in the, uh, in the store. So I'm telling you right now, me and that kid, when we work together, every time we have Fletch in there, I can memorize, I think I can memorize that entire script off the top of my head, especially all of Fletch's lines, his reactions to things. That's how many times I've seen this movie. So it's one of those movies that I love and it's, it's fantastic. And it's got a great cast too. You have Joe Don Baker playing Chief Carlin, the chief of police. Uh, you have character actor Richard Libertini playing the, the magazine editor. So again, he's one of these character actors that he is great at playing somebody that's annoyed. And my favorite characters in certain movies is when you have the the um, constantly put upon or annoyed character. And Richard Libertini as the editor is just annoyed with Fletch the entire movie and just exasperated. And it's, it's fantastic. You have a very early performance. This is the first time I actually ever saw Gina Davis. I think this is one of her first movies. Uh, she's in it as well. Again, like I said I mentioned Tim Matheson, uh, George Went. Larry Flash Jenkins is in it as well. Uh, the music uh, is very distinct. Um, it's by Harold Faltermeyer. So this is basically an 80s soundtrack. So there's some 80s composers that are very 80s. Vangelis, who did Chariots of Fire and Blade Runner. Um, you've got uh, Harold Faltermeyer is probably the other one. So his you would probably know his music um, for Beverly Hills Cop. So he did the theme for um, the song Axel F for Axel Foley's character, Eddie Murphy's character in Beverly Hills Cop. And that song became a top 10 hit instrumental. So all synthesizer. What's the other one? Oh, Jan Hammer is the other one I'm thinking of that did Miami Vice. So very three 80s composers that kind of were very popular in the 80s. So he did the music. The music's good in the movie. I mean, it's 80s music. So you got to take that with a grain of salt. If, you, if you're a fan of 80s synthesized music, you'll probably love it. If not, it may irritate you. So uh, again, great cast. Uh, it's the movie's very funny. It's an action comedy. Um, this, like I said, the main story is really good because you know what's good about Fletch is you, you know when the when the when Alan Stanwyck hires Fletch to kill him, you know right at the beginning that something's not something doesn't make sense. Like the whole thing is very very pat. But what's great about the movie and great about the script is the way he gets to how he finds out what's going on is actually really interesting. Like you don't you don't understand why he's doing it or what's behind it going on, what's the motivation. And then as he's trying to find out the story about the drugs getting on the beach, so both of those stories happening at the same time actually makes the movie really interesting and fun to watch. And it actually has an engaging story within uh Chevy Chase playing around. So the, the biggest thing about this movie too is is and it's you know Chevy Chase has done interviews uh since it's it you know since years later and he identifies it as his favorite movie that he's been in. And his favorite performance. And the biggest reason he's a fan of his performance is 
that he got to do a lot of improvisation improvisation in the movie and you can tell you can tell lines that were not on the script and and as i read interviews and he's talked about the movie he was he was appreciative of michael ritchie uh allowing him to do that so basically the way it works was michael ritchie would shoot a take right from the script and then he would shoot a second take with chevy just improvising and a lot of that stuff was in the movie so that's what makes the movie fun it's just his smart alec smarmy you know just basically smart ass performance and like i said i love that i love that about this movie uh that's what makes it really really good and uh again great cast uh it's a great 80s movie uh if you like it like i said it came out smack in the middle of the 80s uh and it's a great movie there was a sequel to it that came out um four years later in 89 called fletch lives uh, I may review that later on. I saw it one time in the movies because I was a huge fan of Fletch, but um, uh, wasn't as good uh, as the first one. It wasn't as good at all. So after Fletch came out, it was a critical and box office success. And like I said, uh, Chevy Chase has commented on it, and you know he he names it as his favorite performance and uh, the favorite movies that he's been in. And I and I agree. I think it's his best performance in a movie. I think it's his most. It's the character. Fletch is basically an embodiment of Chevy Chase's style of comedy, I think. And I think it fits him well. The part fits him well. The character fits him well. And his ability to improvise is what made it fantastic. So, of course, um, as you know, properties get rebooted all the time, remade. You have the female Ghostbusters. You have Ghostbusters coming out now. Uh, That's going to be an actual true sequel to the first two Ghostbusters movies directed by uh, Ivan Reitman's son, Jason. So... Fletch is no different, but it's been weird. There's been a lot of, uh, kind of like the first time around when Fletch was going to get made, where it took a while for it to get made. There's been several attempts to make another Fletch movie, either a straight sequel to Fletch with Chevy Chase or a different version of Fletch with somebody else. Uh, the most famous one was Kevin Smith, who was a who is a big fan of Fletch. If you watch Jay and Silent Bob reboot, the latest Jay and Silent Bob movie that came out last year, um, he actually names a character Underhill after the Underhill character in Fletch, um, who's a member of the club that Fletch is investigating at, and he uses his identity to charge a bunch of stuff, uh, which is one of the funniest gags in that movie. But Kevin Smith was a big fan of that movie, and he actually was going to direct uh, a movie with Chevy Chase as Fletch, a sequel. That fell through. Uh, Kevin Smith and Chevy Chase had some issues and then um, um, Kevin Smith decided he was going to direct it with a younger version of Fletch so a younger actor could play him and then have the ability to have maybe Chevy Chase come in to do either framing scenes or come in later or something like that and that didn't didn't work out either you know actors like Jason Lee were mentioned Zach Braff um, and so there's been several versions of a some kind of Fletch sequel that's never come to pass, and part of me is kind of happy about that. I, I I don't know if I don't know if I can imagine anybody else playing Fletch other than uh, Chevy Chase. The one exception I will will say though, and one of the iterations of what a, a new Fletch movie was going to look like, one of the actors that was attached to it for a while, and then of course that fell through as well, was Jason Sudeikis. So uh, he's one of my favorite actors from Saturday Night Live. I know he's on Ted Lasso now. I haven't seen that series yet. I need to check it out. I heard it's fantastic. But he is extremely funny. And I think he could pull off that Chevy Chase-esque, smart-ass character that he made Fletch to be. 
So that one was going to be interesting, but unfortunately that one fell through. So as of 2020, what's actually going to happen now, and this one I'm not sure about, even though I'm a fan of this actor, John Hamm from Mad Men um, is going to produce and star in a Fletch movie. So I don't know when it's coming out. He's going to play Fletch. It's going to be based on, I think, the second Fletch novel, if, if I read correctly. So he's bringing the character back. It looks like it's going to happen. Um, so that's going to be some big shoes to fill. Uh, the Fletch character played by someone other than Chevy Chase. And like I said, John Hamm's a great actor. He's great in Mad Men. I'm a big fan of his. I'm not sure if uh, I'm ready for him to be in a Fletch movie playing that character that's been so immortalized uh, by Chevy Chase. So again, uh, I'm a huge fan of this movie. If you've seen the movie, either you're a big fan or not. Before I give my review, what's going to hinge for anyone that has not seen Fletch, here's what I will say. Your enjoyment of the movie is really going to hinge on what you think of Chevy Chase. So if you're a fan of Chevy Chase or if you're a fan of really super sarcastic, smart-ass humor by the lead character, you're really going to like Fletch. If you're not a fan of sarcastic, smart-ass humor or if you're not a fan of Chevy Chase, then obviously that's going to really, you know hamper your enjoyment of Fletch. I still think even if you're not a huge Chevy Chase fan, I still think it's a really good movie. I think it's a solid, entertaining movie. It moves quickly too. It's not very long either. Um, it's brisk. I, I never felt it dragging or anything like that. So I think even if you're not the number one Chevy Chase fan, or I would argue even if you haven't seen any Chevy Chase movies, this would be the one I would watch first. Uh, I think it's a great introduction to Chevy Chase. Like I said, I think it's his best performance. I mean, you can always go back to Vacation, which is a great movie. Um, some people love Three Amigos with with him and Martin Short and Steve Martin, which I actually haven't seen. I need to see that movie. That's a blind spot movie for me. Uh, but yeah, so but definitely if you're a big if you're a fan of Chevy Chase, you've probably already seen Fletch and you love it. Uh, but if you haven't, this is be a, this is a good movie to watch uh, to introduce you to Chevy Chase. So again, 1985 Chevy Chase film. So let me get to my review. And it's funny because I was thinking about what to give this movie, uh, you know, I do one to four, I do one to five Van Goghs. And I was going to settle on four Van Goghs a couple of hours ago um, because I love this movie. But it's funny too because I, I'm always a big proponent of the fact that the Academy Awards don't really honor comedies anymore like they used to 50 years ago. Like a movie like Billy Wilder's The Apartment could win Best Picture uh, or comedic actors would be um, celebrated in awards, and it doesn't happen anymore. Uh, very rarely. I mean, the, the the biggest example I can think of, two examples, and they're both supporting actress. Marissa Tomei wins for My Cousin Vinny, and then um, Melissa McCarthy was nominated for Bridesmaids, which was fantastic because she was hilarious in it, um, and it was a career-making performance for her uh, that just segued her her entry into being a, a movie star. And 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 thinking about my review of Fletch, I was I was about to go four stars, and I, and 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 I'm thinking I'm just making myself a hypocrite because I was about to give uh, a movie that I love that from my childhood that I still love today, and when I watched it again last night for this podcast, I I still love it, and and I was going to give it four stars, and in my in my rating judgment scale. Uh, and I've said it before and I'll explain it. So a five-star review of any movie means to me it's an all-time classic that I would re-watch over and over again. I would re-watch a four-star movie as well. 
Uh, but there, with a four-star movie, there may be some small thing that I have a quibble with. So, again, my review of Fletch is Five Van Goghs. It's one of my favorite comedies of all time. And a Five Van Gogh review for me, from my podcast and for my criticism of movies, is a five-star Five Van Gogh review is a movie that I would that I have watched over and over and over again and would be in my top five of any genre that you would pick. And um, while it's not in my top five movies ever, um, and I'll get to how I'm going to do those later, it's one of my favorite comedies ever. So I'm giving it five Van Goghs. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there uh, that would probably disagree with that review or not that big of fans of the movie, but that's they can do it on their podcast and they can review the movie how they see fit. For myself, this is a five Van Gogh movie. Like I said, it's hilarious. This is Chevy Chase's best performance. The direction is great. Uh, the rest of the cast is good. Uh, it's phenomenal. So I'm giving Fletch five Van Goghs out of five. And I highly recommend you check it out. Or if you haven't seen Fletch in a long time, uh, rewatch it. Uh, so hopefully you um, enjoyed that review and you enjoy the movie. So what I'm going to do the next couple of weeks, uh, as I stated a little bit earlier, I have not reviewed comedies for this podcast until today, obviously, with just my review of Fletch. So for the next couple of episodes, I'm going to review comedies that I love. So I'm going to give you a teaser right now, and I don't know which order I'm going to do them in, but in the next couple of weeks, next couple of episodes, I'm going to be reviewing. The first one I'm going to tell you right now is, in my opinion, even though I think it's a fact, but in my opinion, I'm going to be presenting the best action comedy ever made. And I know that's high praise. And I haven't seen every single action comedy ever made. But I'm going to be reviewing Midnight Run with uh, with Charles Grodin and Robert De Niro, directed by Marty Brest. That movie, well, I'm not even going to get into it. Let's just say I'm a big fan of that movie too. And it's going to be a very gushing positive review for a little spoiler alert. But check that out because I think there's a lot of people out there, especially people that are younger, that have not seen Midnight Run. Came out in 1988. So that may be my next episode or the next episode ever, but I will be reviewing Midnight Run. I cannot wait to see it. I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but I know I'm going to love it. I've loved it all the times I've seen it. And the other movie I'm going to review is going to be Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. John Hughes film with John Candy, the late John Candy and Steve Martin. So those two for sure I'm going to review. I'm going to try to find some more comedies. I think I'm going to do a little run here on the next few episodes of the podcast where I review comedies since I've been neglecting those. And when you find a good comedy, um, no matter what it is, it's 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 pretty valuable because like I said, uh, most comedies that come out, regardless of time period, it doesn't even have to be now, uh, are not good or, or sporadically funny or just not funny at all. Um, so the ones that I love are going to probably going to be older ones, but I'm going to recommend them, uh, because the other thing I want to do, and, and as I, as I, as I go towards the end here and we do some uh, wrap up housekeeping, like I said, the reason I'm really glad that I'm going to focus this on movies, it's my number one passion. It's the thing that I've been passionate about since I was a child, as I stated earlier. Uh, and the other thing I want this podcast to do, I've always wanted to do this when it came to movies is I hope I can recommend some movies that you have not seen before and then hopefully my review or my talking or discussing the things that are great about a particular movie will lead you to watch it 
or lead you to rewatch it. So a movie like like Fletch is well known among people that are no 80s movies. So even if it leads you to go, God, I haven't seen Fletch in 20 years, I'm going to go watch it. That's great too. But I really want to turn people on to movies that they haven't seen before and maybe would like or from a different time period where they wouldn't even think about watching it, whether it's a really old movie or a black and white movie or an offbeat movie by a director you may not know or with actors you may not know. Because uh, that's what really gets me going as a film buff when um, either a critic or an actor or a friend of mine or someone recommends a movie that I would have never known about or never seen and then I check it out and it's phenomenal. Uh, that's the beauty of, of movies as an art form. That's why I appreciate it the most as an art form. I think it's a it's capability to move people, to make people laugh, make people cry, make people excited, you know, whatever a movie is intended to do. Uh, that's that's why I love them. And I love sharing that with people and sharing movies with people that maybe they wouldn't have um, ordinarily seen before. So I'm a huge fan of doing that. So I'm, that's really what this podcast is going to be about. I'm going to be discussing movies new and old, which is the new tagline for the show. Uh, and really hopefully, hopefully, um, especially with the older movies, uh, helping people either discover something or rediscover something. So uh, I'm looking forward to that journey with the podcast. Uh, like I said, I do this because I love it. Uh, I appreciate anyone that's listening or it's watching. Uh, this has really been a labor of love for me. I'm really excited. Uh, in the, I think it's June 12th, uh, will be the third anniversary of the podcast. So don't know if I'm gonna do something special for it, but I, or a special episode, but, um, I'm very excited. This is something that I've been committed to. And in the last couple of months, I've really renewed my focus because when I initially wanted to start the podcast, it was supposed to be every single week, every single week. And then there's been stretches of times where I haven't been able to do that or things have been going on. And obviously we've been all been through some challenges, but I've been recording every week for the last, I think four or five weeks now. And that's going to be the the podcast going forward. I'm going to have an episode up every single week. Uh, hopefully the quality will be good every single week. Uh, but, and I think it will be now that I'm focused on movies because there are so many movies that I have seen that I can talk about that I love. Uh, so it'll be easy for me to do that. And, and I enjoy it very much and I hope you will as well. So again, um, come join me on this journey. Like I said, this is a movie podcast going forward. Uh, so if you've been hesitant to engage the show or listen to the show because you think, ah, eh, I like movies. I really wish you would do movies, but he's does sports about sports and politics are gone. That's not going to be on here anymore. This is going to be a movie podcast. That's it. And, uh, I'm looking forward to that. So, um, if you are a fan of movies or want to learn about movies or are interested in it, uh, just something to listen to, please check out the show. Like I said, I have been enjoying doing this for the last three years. I'm really re-engaged and trying to make this show as great as it can be. I'm re-engaged in growing the show. Um, I, like I said, I would do this if nobody was listening or one person or 10 or a thousand. Uh, but I really want to actively grow the show and I need your help to do that. So, uh, if you're watching this live now, if you watch this later, if you listen to it on the audio feed, just, you know, keep doing that. Uh, that's the best way to help. And uh, if you don't interact with me or if you don't, you know, respond, I know most people don't. I listen to podcasts. I don't interact with a lot. So it's not even the, not that I don't want it. If you want to interact, that's fantastic. Please do that. And the best way to interact with me is on Twitter. If you tweet at me or if you tweet something about a movie that I like or I agree or disagree, I'm going to respond. I'm on there all the time. So if you want an easy way to interact with me, if it's not on these videos, or commenting on the videos is definitely on Twitter. 
because I will respond on there all the time. And that's where I love to talk movies, just like I like to do here. So again, follow the show on Twitter at BendYourEarPod. That is also the handle for Instagram at BendYourEarPod. If you want to email the show, email me. You have questions, comments, suggestions. The email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash let me bend your ear. So I'm here on Facebook now. I'm also on Twitter. Like I said, going forward, I will be broadcasting on both Facebook and Twitter. And like I said, if I will be sending out the links to invite to the lives. Like I said, no one came on tonight. That's okay. Um, if that never happens, that's okay too. But I'm going to leave that door open uh, for anyone that wants to interact. So please feel free to do that. Uh, I would love to have you come on and be a part of the show. Uh, again, this is all in an effort to get more interest in the show, more followers, more listeners, um, more watchers of the show. So please feel free to jump on or comment later. Either way is good with me. So again, uh, the YouTube channel is Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. So on YouTube, basically what happens there, I don't broadcast live from there, but I will post every video of the podcast that I shoot. So this video will be there as well. So if YouTube is your preferred method of watching a podcast or listening to it, it'll be on YouTube as well. And again, this is an audio podcast. This is how I started it. This is what it will always be primarily. Uh, the video is a means to interact with the audience and to promote the show and to have another way for people to consume the content. But the audio feed is, that's great. If that's how you listen to it, that's how you always want to listen to it. I'm good with that. Again, the show is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, Podbean, and Amazon Music. So on the last one, if you're at home and you're doing your dishes or dusting or cleaning or painting or whatever you're doing at home, uh, if you ask Alexa to play Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast, it will play the latest episode. You can also, if you have the uh, Amazon Music app on your phone, you can follow the podcast there as well and have Alexa play it on your phone. And my podcast is there. So you can find it on Amazon. So it's anywhere you get podcasts. And again, the two things I would ask, and I will always ask this, and so I'm going to repeat it because it's important. I want to grow the show. And the biggest help for me to do that is for you to rate and review the show uh, on the podcasting app that you listen to, especially if it's an Apple podcast, but anywhere you listen to it, there's a place where you can usually leave comments and, you know, give it a review. Apple podcast, like I said, if you can give it a five-star review, that'd be great uh, and write a review. Because again, the reason that any podcast and the biggest podcast to the smallest podcast will ask the same question. And the reason that they do is so that if people are looking for a new movie podcast, they're out. They've listened to all 50,000 movie podcasts that exist and they're out of them and they're looking for one more, one more, one more podcast. The more ratings and reviews this show can get, the higher it goes up into the search engine. So then maybe when they're looking for that one more that they hadn't listened to yet, they find this one and they subscribe and they enjoy and then they tell their friends. Uh, that's what it is. It's a word of mouth medium, uh, especially like I said, I'm not, you know, I don't have a following I'm not a famous person, so I can't. So word of mouth is going to be how I generate and make this podcast grow, which is what I want to do. Uh, so the second thing I would ask, as I asked earlier, and this is super important too, if you like any episode that you've listened to, um, share it. I post on every episode. Just retweet it. You don't just retweet it. Share it with your friends. Tell your friends about the show. 
Uh, like I said, they can find it anywhere. If they get it on their phone, it's easy. You subscribe. You get notifications when new episodes come out. There's no no legwork. You can do it. That's what's great about podcasts. You subs- the thing you have to do is click subscribe. Done. You're ready to go. So again, share those episodes. And even if you if you're not a fan of movies, you've listened to the podcast. It's maybe not for you. That's fine. I understand that. There's millions of podcasts. There's true crime. There's movies. There's uh, radio dramas. That's why it's great. There's there's any subject you want. Politics, sports. You you can get whatever you want. So even if you've checked out this show and it's not your cup of tea, that's that's okay. But if you have a if you know a friend or a family member or someone that you think would like it, maybe not your cup of tea, but say, hey, look, it's not for me, but he really talks movies. You may like it. Hey, please share it because it's really, uh, like I said, it's an easy way and it's really important and it's really going to help the show grow. That's going to be my focus going into this, you know, as I celebrate the third anniversary of the podcast, this is going to be my focus moving forward. And this is why I'm trying out other mediums in the video and the, and hopefully live interviews at some point as well, um, getting guests to come on and do a live. Uh, like I said, I did a test last week and um, with my mom to see how it works. So that's that's where I want to grow the show. and I'm going to actively do that. So I'm going to ask you to join me on that journey and engage with me and help me do that. And any little part you can play is fantastic. And again, if any other podcasters are listening to this, uh, I just want to say I appreciate the podcasting community. In the three years that I've been doing this, they have been been very supportive. They are uh, they are advocates, and 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 the independent podcasting community is rooting for each other to try to make each other better and to try to uh, help each other. And like when I see podcasters that are celebrating, you know. I've seen them celebrating anything from 500,000 downloads to 500 downloads, and I'm just as happy uh, for each one of them. Uh, and they're encouraging to each other because uh, as I've ended the last few shows, and I'm going to keep ending it until I you know, feel like it's not the way to end it anymore, is uh, I've, I've done this as a creative outlet. Um, it's something that is giving me a lot of joy, and I really enjoy doing it, and it's something that I hope comes through when I talk about movies. Uh, because it does bring me a lot of joy and there's a lot of stuff in the world that's not great and uh, if you can find something that brings you joy um, your family your friends or some outlet though that you can do please do it Uh, I encourage you to do whatever that is Uh, if it's artistic if it's writing painting shooting films whatever it is that you're passionate about or a podcast you know as much as people joke about every Tom Dick and Harry with a podcast so what the beauty of technology is because of something like podcasting, someone can can easily set up a show and discuss the things that make them tick or the things that are passionate about, things that they love, things that they love. Because believe me, whatever it is you love, whatever it is, there's hundreds of thousands and millions of other people that love it too. And they want to hear what you have to say about it. Some of them do. And maybe only a little, maybe only 10 people do, maybe only 50 people, who cares? If it's something that you want to do, just do it. Like I've been saying the last couple of episodes, if there's something that you're passionate about and you're not doing it, do it. If you are doing it, do it more. And I think it'll bring you a lot of happiness. So again, I want to thank everybody. Uh, If you watched and kind of lurked and didn't comment, that's okay. Uh, If you comment later, that's fine too. Uh, Like I said, I'm looking forward to this next chapter in the podcast of it being a strictly movie podcast it's it's going to be something that i think is going to be really good and like i said i'm very passionate about it so again uh, i'm going to sign off for tonight i hope everybody's having a great weekend oh and um 
starting with my wife and my mother. I hope all you mothers out there have a fantastic Mother's Day uh, tomorrow. Uh, It's your day. You deserve it. Uh, But again, thank you for listening to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. I look forward to seeing you guys next week uh, with a review of some more classic comedies. And again, please comment uh, wherever you see me on social media. Reach out to me. I'll definitely uh, respond. So everybody take care. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll see everybody soon.